This is episode 200 of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Dan Samoylov, and today we are going to be talking about planning. Not in the normal sense, because I've done a lot of episodes about planning, but we're really just going to talk about what it really takes to go from planning to doing. I'll see you on the other side. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome back to this episode. If you were here last week and if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. So this week is episode 200. Kind of can't believe that. It feels really weird when I hit milestone (laughs) episodes like, whoa, 200. But we've been doing this for a while, right? So I'm happy that you're here today. And before I get into today's episode, I want to let you know that over the next coming months, I'm going to have a bunch of different workshops and you can always find out what the latest workshop is if you go to freelaunchworkshop.com. You can go there and you can always find out what the latest class that's being taught is. So head over there and I am doing one in about a week from now. So make sure you check that out. All right. So planning to doing. Okay. So the reason why, first of all, that I'm doing this episode is because I've, you know, it's the end, it's almost the end of the year. I'm not going to say, you know, a lot, I swear, I swear. I'm going to really try. If you hear me pause, it's because I'm not, I'm trying not to say those two words. Okay. So it's nearing that last part of the year and we're all thinking about what we wanted to do this year what we still have time to do, what can we plan to do. And I know that that's at the top of my mind. I know that it's at the top of the Fearless Launching members' minds. I I recently spoke to someone in there who was afraid to, there's actually a few people like this, and I won't, I won't out you, so don't worry if you're listening, who are and have been kind of afraid to set dates publicly because they're afraid they won't deliver. And so I know that planning can cause some anxiety. So today, you know, we've got, and I just did it. (laughs) Okay. So we've got a bunch of episodes on launch planning. I'm going to try, I think I did one episode where I kind of encapsulated them all. So I'm going to make sure to link to that in the show notes. So make sure to head to ansamoylove.com forward slash 200. Also, there's going to be something something really fun over there that you might want to go grab because it's just to celebrate that this is our 200th episode. Um, But today, let's first dive into this whole idea of planning. And this isn't going to be that long of an episode. So just listen, get your burst of planning mojo, and then be on your way and make your own plan. 
my husband often says, you know, planning is is uh, planning to fail or something like this. He actually says the opposite of what I believe because I do believe that planning is important. And in the next couple of months, actually, as of this recording, because it's going to be coming out in the end of September, in about a month, you're going to hear me inside a planathon situation on the interweb. So. Uh, make sure to check out the show notes because I will link to that as well. Uh, it's just a yearly thing that I usually am involved in if I can be involved in it. And it's just amazing. It's a week-long uh, event that happens with a good friend of mine, um, business colleague, and uh, now friend. But there are a ton of ways to plan. I think we all know this. I've talked about paper planning. We've got planners. You can do big post-it notes. You can do a big wall calendar. You can just use your Google calendar or your phone calendar, iCal. There are tons of tools. I think in our team, well, our main tool is Asana as a team, but I usually map things out myself in Trello just because it kind of feels like post-it notes. Um, But I also use a paper planning system as well. There's things like Rike, Basecamp, there's Workflowy. There's lots of different ones. I mean, I'm not going to list them all. And I've talked about a bunch of these, a ton. So there's, there's so many different tools and mechanisms by which a plan can be formulated. And then there are different ways planning actually happens for people, no matter what tool they're using, use using, using based on their preference and their experience. So I was thinking about that this morning and I'm like, you know, there are some different different people out there and some of them have happened because of things that have happened to them and just some that are just hardwired into the way that they are. So there are people who like to list out every single thing, put it on the calendar, check off that box, do their top three every day, and then they actually do every single thing. God bless you. I am not that person, even though it might seem that way from the outside. I really try to use the tools that I've been given and lists and top three and it does keep me moving forward but I'm not perfect at it some people are planning and doing machines there's no problem they're like oh as soon as I write it down it's done so there there are those people there are other people who find this kind of behavior uh, or even just minor planning just setting a few dates on the calendar completely suffocating and really hard to do, almost like a blank page that a writer might experience a writer's block. And this type of person might, but all of these are so many different kind of versions of the ways that this kind of shows up in people's behavior. Some people might barely get emails out on time, but end up sending out emails when they want to. Some people want to send out emails and they don't send out emails. Some people don't don't really like to rush the last minute stuff, but when they sit down in advance to try to outline it or map it out or say, okay, I'm going to do this here and this, the plan just doesn't happen. And it, it just isn't there. Um, and that's okay. Like everybody is totally different. Uh, some people just like to write their emails the last minute. Like they'll write them in advance, then they'll go back, Uh, Or they write their content all in advance. Then right before it's published, they'll go back and do a final revision and 
they don't really plan for how long that that might take. There are other people who have planned, let's say, their launches and failed to reach those dates or have planned it all out and just, you know, the the whole idea of once you put it on the calendar, that makes it real. For some people, that makes it a little too real and they get a little nervous. Some people, it can motivate you to do the work and get it done on time, you know, like announce the webinar and you get those slides done. Um, You'll make sure those slides are done by the time that webinar is happening. But some people are like, "Uh uh-uh, it makes them actually back into a corner and they're afraid they won't reach it. And really what I want to say by, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about people that I know, the way I've reacted. I've seen students do this. There are so many different scenarios and reasons this actually might be an issue. Oh, there might even be people who just constantly delay what they're doing because of external um triggers and external emotional things that might be happening, or maybe there's sickness in their family. There are so many different reasons why this is an issue. Actually, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to link to a Facebook live I did. I'm going to link to it in the show notes when it, and it's really about why we delay our launches. So if you are someone who delays your launches, even if you make those plans, make sure to get that on the show notes page and you can find a link here. Um, to get over there. But before we get into today, and really this is today, I'm going to tell you a story. I, I've been thinking about this and I was so excited when I was able to do this that uh, it, it just made me feel really good because, okay, so this is all about raising a child <laughs> um, as you go through school. And if you're a parent out there, then you you probably will understand some of what I'm saying, um, or all of it, just depending on where your how old your kid is. So when it when you first start school, you're not really able to help your kids um, completely because you don't really know what they're doing. They're doing it mostly at school. They don't really have homework at first. Then when the homework comes home, you're like, wow, they're doing it completely different. Common core, which is like the way that they're teaching a lot of kids in this country, in the U S, um, there's just a specific process of showing your work, especially with math. That is just like, whoa, this is nothing like I did it. And really quickly you run out of of like the ability to truly dig in, well, I did anyways, and help. And so I learned early on that I was just waiting for the time when I was going to be able to help Mila with, I think, the most important skill. And it isn't even having homework. It's the skill of being able to do and organize your time so you can get that stuff done, right? So this is why this is applicable. Um, And this year, my daughter is in fifth grade. Okay, so her teacher last year, there weren't that many multiple step projects. There were literally like, you do your home, you do your math homework, you pass it in. You do this, you pass it in. Everything could have taken one day or one hour, a couple hours to do at most. But this year, the teacher's really getting them ready for middle school because as you go through school, obviously there are, there are projects that you have to do. Projects become a thing. So that's why we're talking about this because projects of any type, you have to look at your launch like a project, right? 
And she's learning how to manage her time, how to be organized. So I was like, okay, and and I can I think I might be able to help with this. And I was just kind of being quiet at first, seeing how she was um, starting to approach these things. There was already one this year, and it felt like she kind of waited to the last minute. And but it wasn't a lot of pieces. It was just uh, and at that one actually, I even did help her figure out how she was going to do it and. Because just the idea of doing the whole thing all at once just kind of freaked her out. So I'm, I was, I'm really in it right now. I'm, I'm watching it from the outside, but I feel like I'm in it. And I'm actually really excited because like, like I said, her math, I can no longer really help with. I looked at it this year and I was like, what? But I can help her figure out how to get projects done without stress because she gets a little hyper. And you might too, as you're planning out your launch, this is why this is relevant. I swear this is relevant. So she doesn't, she knows she doesn't like last minute pressure. Maybe this is you. And she knows that she doesn't really like to do things right away. So then, you know, just, she's not going to be able to knock it out. There's too much to do for her to just sit down and in one go, just get it done. And that's the deal with a launch. You can't just sit down and just get all the things done in one day, unless you're a few people that I could point out, but I'm not going to name. I'm like, you execute like a crazy person and I wish I was you, but I'm not. Most people can't prepare their launch and all the pieces in one sitting. So just like that, you know, we're going to talk about my daughter's book report, this big book report she had to do, which by the way, she just handed in today as, as I'm recording this. So we we decided, I looked at this book report and I was like, wow, there are like 10 pages essentially she has to have in this. 10 prompts, 10 things that she has to put inside this book report. Maybe there's 11 steps to it. And so at first, uh, we, we just talked about it. I said, okay, what's the date that this is due? We put that on the calendar. And then, and then I... I uh, asked her if she knew, you know, I kind of just looked look through things. I was talking to her about it. She was getting hyper just talking about it. When I say hyper, she was just getting really annoyed at me for even bringing it up. And so finally I just said, you know what? I think we should do, Mila. I think we should just split each page that you're going to have to do over a different day. That way, and I said, if we count the days until we have it due, it'll be ready. And she agreed. And so we split the days up. The first, and here's the truth is we didn't have much wiggle room, which you might not have if you're planning a launch. But what did work is that we talked about why spreading it out would help her. And I think that this is a really key point in planning is can we spread out the work and put specific things to do on each and every day? That's really what we did. We couldn't plan for her Friday night freakout, which was a day that we had put two things for her to do. And I should have known what kid wants to do even one page of homework after a long week. My bad, mommy fail. Lesson here is that you got to know what days you're not going to be able to work and just know that and just put a big X through those days. But what we did is we were able to, and this is kind of where the story will end and we'll get back to the launch planning. Um, but what we did is we sat down when we realized, you know, when I realized there was there was no way she was going to do those pages. She just wasn't in the mode. She wanted to play World of Warcraft or she wanted to watch a movie. I, could, I can't remember. Probably the video game. 
And we decided to split the Friday's day's work that we were going to do onto the next two days, over the next actually three days, which of course, you know, that had its own challenges, but we did it because I was like, well, I can see what my weekend is going to be like. Um, But we did it. And listen, the same things that kept her going and kept her doing the work, I I really believe, and I, I see this now from myself, just kind of, I was reflecting on the whole process, can keep you going from just making a plan to then doing. So yes, we did make the plan. We put specific tasks on each day. Okay. You can do that too. And we reviewed all of it. Once we did that, we, we sat back and we're like, okay, is this going to be, is this going to work? And that's where I pretty much looked at it. And I was like, okay, we're going to make this easy to start out with so she can gain a little momentum. She can feel like she's finishing things, which she was. And so that was perfect. The first day was literally the easiest page ever. It was the cover <laughs> of her book report. That's how easy sometimes you have to make it when you're first starting to go from that plan. So put that easy thing first, just so you can really feel like, oh yeah, I checked that off. And as we kind of went through the days, I kept reminding her of the outcome. Like, oh wow, you're almost done. Look what, we're going to pass this in on Tuesday. It's going to be so exciting. We're going to get through this. Boom. And we celebrated each and every step. I was like, great job today. Doesn't that feel good? And she was like, yeah. She was like, you know, shaking her arms like, okay. And the last day, last night actually, (laughs) was assembling the book and it was a little bit of a process. It was kind of like an art writing project. So it really did require a little bit more than just stapling the book together. And it also required her to just review her own work, review the criteria that she wanted, everything that, that the teacher had asked her for and that she had done. And, you know, I had my own opinions about what she wrote. I was like, okay, some of that, I I mean, I had to hold back in telling her to change things because it wasn't, it was a very opinion-based book report. So there were parts of it that were her feelings and how she felt about it. So I didn't want to even get into that. I'm not her teacher and yet I'm I'm her best teacher, but I'm also, I want her to get used to getting feedback from other people and not to set her up for failure. But I don't want to, I didn't want to tell her what to do. I, I simply asked her questions about the book, how she, if she felt like she did everything and about her answers. And then I let go. And I think that you have to do the same thing. So you're going to put, make your plan, put those tasks on each day, review them to make sure, you know, right before you do them on that given day, make sure they're still necessary. Make sure you feel like you really can do them and then you do them. Um, things, some of the things we realize are that things often took less time and we were, we were really easily after I realized it's not going to happen today, we were able to easily move that missed day to another few days. And I want to tell you that there were, there were still a lot of moments of resistance, a lot of freakouts over the weekend that weren't my ideal place to be on a Saturday and then the Sunday afternoon. But I bet, honestly, I feel like she's just not used to managing her time like this. And, and her, 
and her um, behaviors might change over time. She might be like, you know what? I want to get a couple more pages done so I can get a little bit ahead today. Because even though we've mapped these out, I want to do this on that day. So I think at first, just spread things out as much as you can. Give yourself one or two things to do a day. Pat, make the easy stuff at the beginning and let the end be tying up loose ends, really looking at what you've done. And this was the best piece, okay? And I know she learned something from this process. Yesterday afternoon, she finished her stuff. I mean, she, on Sunday, we actually had to move another page to Monday. And she, because she was just like, I can't do this. She just like couldn't deal with it for some reason. And I said, okay. I said, let's, and she didn't have her book with her. Oh, that was the other thing. We didn't have the physical book with us at home. She forgot it at school or somewhere. And I was using the Kindle version. Guys, I bought three versions, four versions of this book. I have the Audible. I have the Kindle. I have two versions of the hard copy. Anybody wants The Girl Who Drank the Moon? I got one. You can have it. Anyways, but the one page that we had to move required her to have page numbers. And for some reason, Kindle now, no matter what we did, we, we followed directions. We could not find how to change it to page numbers. So we just said, you know what? We'll leave that for tomorrow. So the best thing that happened yesterday, as she was finishing that last page, and even before she reviewed anything, she's like, you know, mommy, I know now why that was hard yesterday. She was like, I think I did it too late in the day. I was kind of tired and I was really frustrated because I didn't have my book. And if we had started earlier in the day, we could have gone out and gotten the book and maybe finished it. But anyways, I was just kind of tired because we went to Universal and all, you know, like all this stuff. So it was really cool to see her look back and be like, well, why didn't that get done as we planned it? Um, it doesn't mean we won't still try to do that every day, but I think that self-awareness was, was really great. And I know that you can do that too. So the, the other piece, and like I said, I always reminded her of that outcome. Okay. So having the eye on your vision, on where you're headed is really important. And you know what also was motivating her too to finish this and do a good job on it is because um, we talked about having these big projects and finding ways to reward ourselves with like a game, um, go do something, um, whatever. And so she had that in her mind. She's like, hmm, now that I finished that, what do I want to do for myself? <laughs> I love that so much. So this is specifically important for you, okay? Yes, knowing what you're going to do each day is important. Trying to choose a couple things you're going to do each day. Sure, make that list, but then put it on the calendar, okay, on what you're going to do each day. And, but without that vision... Yes, the vision of the launch complete, successful number number of new students, maybe new clients, whatever, traffic, conversion, sales, whatever that those goals for you are. Yes, keeping your eye on that is important. But it's also important to keep your mind on and you're kind of looking at the bigger vision for how you're for your company, for your business, and how the launch is going to actually help you get to the next thing. And it's also important to keep your eye on that longer road because it's, it is a journey here and I'm not, I'm trying not to be too cheesy, but this 
is not something where just because it doesn't do well, that's it, that's all. No, how did that, even if you, even if you have a failure in your eyes, that failure is an opportunity to then get you to the next part down the road. So anyways, just I'm learning this with a project I'm working on for myself that at some point I'll share the behind the scenes with you. But really, in, fear, in Fearless Launching, I always say how you, and I always tell people how you need to play detective in every single part of your launch. Follow the cues, clues and cues. Be curious. So even when you plan something and it doesn't turn out well or you miss things, well, at least you can look at what you did do and start making a list of possible things to change and then make one change at a time, right? Planning to doing is actually not just an easy snap. It is a practice. And over time, you will start to be able to do more and more things. Over on Instagram stories this past week, I was talking about the value of having a, a planning system where you can see what you finished, where there's maybe just a line through it or a check in the box, but you can still see all that you've accomplished. Knowing that you can have those things, I mean, seeing those things actually helps you see what you've accomplished, what you're able to do. It gets you more real about the next plan. Like, well, I'm not going to plan to do three things a day because I only really got one thing and we're not doing anything on Sundays because that's when I go to brunch with my family and then who knows what's going to happen after that. So this is a practice. Planning is a practice. Planning and then doing is an even, is like an even deeper work that you are going to have to figure out for yourself. But I think if you start by deciding what it is you want to do, when you want to do it, and following some of the advice that I've given in the other episodes about actually specifics related to your launch plan, you will get there. But you got to know that this is, this is something that it's not an overnight lesson. It's an ongoing lesson. And it's the biggest lesson. It, because, you know, with all... No matter if you're tracking all your stats and you're, you know what conversion, you know what your traffic is, you know like how many opens and clicks, you also got to watch the other metrics, which are your own personal ability to complete things. There's, there's something there, you know, that you have to be tracking and watching. Like, wow, I didn't really do a good job planning that. I didn't give myself enough time. I'm going to give myself two. I probably needed an extra week in there. So what at the end of launches, you don't want to be just looking at, or maybe even at, at the end of something where you thought you were going to launch and you cancel the launch. Look at what your plan was and ask yourself, was this, where, where did this plan fail? Because it's, it's just a process and sometimes you just have to go through it. And then once you're through it, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. I should have actually um, planned two webinars instead of one. I should have tested everything the night before. I should have tested everything a week before. I should have, you know, you can, you can look at your own plan and come up with a list of things that you'll do next time. Okay, no more of this. So, so the moral of the book report story is that this is something that that they're starting to teach 
at fifth grade, fourth and fifth grade. So if for whatever reason, you know, you're, you're struggling with it, it's okay. Um, this is actually reminding me of the best way. Like pretend you're totally new to this. You're a fourth and fifth grader and you're planning your book report slash launch. You got this. And if you need help, you know, you can always reach out to me. You can always join the Fearless Launching Lounge, which is our free Facebook group. Um, And you can always talk out loud what your launch is to someone else who understands what your business is uh, and supports you in that way. So that's it for today, guys. So again, head over to ansamorelove.com forward slash 200 for our show notes. That's where I'm going to share a bunch of the things that I mentioned today, the planning episodes, link to our upcoming workshop, and your link to join the Fearless Launching Lounge if you want to, and a little something something just for you if you've been listening and if you listened to this episode today. I so appreciate you, and I want to thank you for keeping me going all these months and keeping me coming back in here with a new episode every single week. So with that, I'll see you next Thursday. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.